How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Hello, hello, yes. You have survived Monday. You're a day closer to Friday. Woo! Yeah, that feels pretty good, right? Good morning. You're like... 20% done with a week. <laughs> okay, that doesn't feel as good. Never mind. Scratch that. Scratch that. <laughs> All right. 6 o'clock club. Let's check in. 410-583-1065. We are shouting out anyone in Maryland that's awake this early in the morning. It's dark again this early. Mm-hmm. You may be on the road by yourself. You may be getting the kids up, ready for school, or getting yourself ready. Maybe you're coming home from third shift. Whatever you're doing, we'd love to shout you out. Say good morning. Text us. 410 1065. Veronica, good morning. Jess R. from Westminster is here. Juan and Amelian is checking in. John, the Annapolis locator. Terry, beautiful Beverly. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, BTSD, is here. Magic Mike in Pasadena. Good morning to Francesca, the nurse. Amanda in Millersville. Bonehead in Western Maryland is checking in. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. John from Middle River, good morning. Christine is here. Phoenix Kim, Terrence, Tristan from Pasadena, Grace and White Marsh. Mr. W in Ricerstown. Hopadope is here. Jarrett, Tara, Madison, Kieran, Connor, and Aiden from PA are checking in. Amanda in Eldersburg is here. Mama McJam, good morning. Connie from Abingdon. Uh, Randy from Arbutus, that's a nice text. Thank you, sir. Good morning to you. Lisa, Connie from Abingdon is here. And Youngblood, happy Tuesday. What's your, with your rain tolerance? I like, like a sprinkle. That's it. But like for how long? Today we're entering into our, our fourth day of pretty much consistent, at least clouds, you know? Mm-hmm. And like for some of y'all, you're like, oh my God, I love this weather because it's like, feels like the fall and I can like stay at home and nap and like do all this stuff. I'm okay with a day of it. Like one day, maybe even two. Like even through this weekend, I was like, this is fine. Yeah. Driving into work this morning. Yeah, we got a week of this. And like it being like this, I'm like, I'm over it. Like I think I think my tolerance is three days of clouds. I got to see some sun after that. I don't really care. I just don't like thick raindrops because that's when I like can't see and I don't know what's happening outside and I freak out and I can't drive and I cry <laughs> when someone doesn't let me merge into another lane. Like that's when I don't like it right now like the sprinkling that's fine i don't care i can't imagine you driving in the rain well no that's that's what i mean it like when, it, when it's like really really bad i'm just like i just won't yeah and if i have to wait then i just wait it out <laughs> so Je- if, if i can't drive and i don't i don't like if i don't feel comfortable driving that's when it's a problem for me right now like 
this is April showers in September. Like I'm not. Tripping. So you're okay. You're okay. You could do another week of this. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd be like there's no problem. Yeah, because it Man. makes the trees look really green and it's it's very pretty. Um, but until when it gets scary, then I and I don't like that very much. Tell me if this type of person deserves credit or they're crazy. This should be a new bit. Credit or crazy? Mm. This weekend was pouring down rain. You know, I live in Fed Hill, and so there's a lot of people out in the Inner Harbor. But typically, if it's raining, there's not people aren't out. You know, people are out. Yo, tell me if this type of person's crazy or deserves credit. The people that literally go outside and run in the rain. I don't know if they're like, oh my god, that is so. Are you great ma- for are you, you making your immune system stronger? I don't know. Like, how do you not get sick? Because I look at that and I'm like, it seems. It seems a bit much. Like, couldn't you just wait till either A, stop raining, or B, just give it a day off? No. I could see, I could see, like, if you're a runner, I could see how running in the rain could be very, like, impactful and dramatic for you. <laughs> Depending on, like, what dramatic. music you're listening to, you know? Nobody's I mean? trying to have a dramatic run. I mean, if I'm working out and I, depending on, like, if I'm listening to music, sometimes it's a dramatic workout. <laughs> like, sometimes I'm fighting against something. I would pay money to just be inside your head. <laughs> Like one day of you Jessica Dutra. You don't want to be there. <laughs> sure you don't want to be there. Now, now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. Number three. Baltimore gas prices have dropped nearly 10 cents in the past week, averaging $3.58 a gallon, according to Gas Buddy's most recent survey. Prices in Baltimore are 13 cents lower than a month ago, but stand 17 cents per gallon higher than a year ago. The cheapest station in Baltimore is currently priced at $3.33. Uh, that was as of yesterday, while the most expensive is $4.09, which is a difference of 76 cents per yeah, gallon. That's a lot, man. It adds up. So yeah. I filled up yesterday in Fed Hill, three forty nine, I think. Oh, okay. And like, I just, I hate that we like celebrating the fact that gas is three dollars and fifty cents. Ten cents down from a week ago. I'll celebrate that. Number two. After one hundred and forty six days, the Writers Guild of America has reached a tentative deal with wow. the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers that is expected to put an end to the ongoing writer strike in film and television. While this deal is not officially, it's not official or anything like that, um, it doesn't end either the writers or actor strikes. It is a step in the right direction. Union leaders are expected to vote on this today. And if this goes well, writers and studios will be allowed to work together and develop new and suspended projects. Insiders believe this agreement will also help speed along the end of the actor strike. Well, I hope that's... At least a good first step, because mm-hmm. keep in mind, these people haven't worked for 110 days. 146 146 days. days. Like, can you imagine, could you go 146 days without working? Most of us couldn't do that, yeah. you know? So they haven't been paid for that long. They haven't been able to get new work for that long. So right. I think that's a great, even if it's not the exact terms, which I'm proud of them, by the way. I don't know that I could have done that for 146 days to, like, right. make a point. I think I could have done, like, a month, and I'd be like, hell yeah, we're in this 30 days. It's a lot. Like after 146 days, mm-hmm. that's a that's a lot, man. Number one. Off the news of a possible resolution of the writer strike, there is reportedly a reboot of The Office in the works. Unfortunately, there is absolutely no other news available other than that, except the fact that it it, it is going to be developed by the original showrunner Greg Daniels. Daniel spoke about a possible reboot, saying, quote, My biggest concern would be obviously disappointing the fans. People will watch the entire series, 
and then roll right into watching it again. And to me, that means we ended it properly. Cast members, including John Krasinski and Mindy Kaling, have expressed interest in revisiting their roles in the potential reboot. The Office ran from 2005 till 2013. I don't know. No. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, they all have to come back. Which they wouldn't. I I don't think Steve Carell would at this point. I don't feel like that's the kind of roles he's doing anymore. He's not really doing silly, wacky roles anymore. I don't see him coming back to doing that. And I feel like an office without Steve Carell... Didn't it, it wasn't the last couple of seasons without it him. The, yeah, it, and it wasn't, it's not. It's not the same. Yeah, I don't. I don't. And know you can't like. I, and obviously, yeah. Well, again, it's like is Pam and Jim. Are we gonna like see what their life is like now? But you can't. You can't create another Pam and Jim yeah. in the reboot of The Office. And he's right. Like, and I'm. I'm one of those fans that will constantly just rewatch. And I just feel like it needs to stay that way. Seven. Yeah. This is Justin. That was your top three. Are you supposed to confirm? to pregnant women that they are indeed getting fatter. I don't really quite know (laughs) how to do any of this, by the way. In case you missed the news last week, my sister, I call her Dramaggy, she's my most dramatic family member, uh, is is pregnant with triplets. Mm -hmm. As of December, the end of December, I'm going to have three nieces and nephews, two boys, one girl. Very excited, right? Right around the corner, too. That's so crazy. I don't have any other nieces or nephews. This is kind of my first time being an uncle, and there's a lot of questions that I have as I go through this whole process. So my sister texts me this week in a picture of herself as she is now starting to show. And she goes, oh, my God, I have gotten so fat. Like, look at this. I can't even imagine. She kind of goes on and on. Actually, I'll send you just the picture so you can see it. Mm -hmm. Um, Is she, like, so what's her vibe as far as the pregnancy? Is she not, I mean, first of all, this is probably, I can't even imagine. It's not like she has one baby in there. She has three. three. And so, of course, she is getting larger. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. or There's no doubt when you see this picture. Like, okay, yeah, you definitely have three children inside of you. Yeah, and is she, like, super uncomfortable right now? Yeah, she's starting to get that way now, right? It's not huge yet, but she's definitely showing. She's got three kids in her. So I, I, as someone that's never had to deal, like, my my wife, ex-wife, and I never had kids together. I don't have any other kids in my family. Like, what are you supposed to do and say? Because, honestly, the truth is yes you've you've clearly are much larger than you used to be yeah and you're only going to get larger but i can only imagine as a woman who is giving birth Mm -hmm. (laughs) that it already has all the hormones going you're already uncomfortable like are we supposed to say things like ah you can't even notice that you don't even know. Like, I don't know the proper response to say to a pregnant woman mm-hmm. when she's over here saying, oh, my God, I've gained so much weight. I feel like you, I mean, because, okay, so it, let's say she sent this to me. Like, so let's say, like, my girlfriend sent me this picture. And obviously the way she's feeling, if if it's, in a, if it's in a negative manner, the way she's feeling about her body, if she doesn't feel pretty and, like, she's uncomfortable and everything like that. When I see this picture of your sister, I think it's, like, I think she's glowing. I think it's, like, the cutest thing I've ever seen on the planet. Yeah. I feel like her baby bump is literally adorable. So my response would be those types of phrases and words. You know what I mean? Not, like, not oh, my God, you look so you're cute. Not, but don't be, like, the annoying brother, like, yeah, girl, looks like you're pecking three up in there. <laughs> like, don't, like, right now is not the time well, to be, like, annoying you. It's not. It, would that be weird though as her brother to be like oh my god you're glowing because i don't no, feel like that's something i weird. would naturally say to anybody it's like oh my god my no sister, but you're... this also is not a natural experience for you to be in like you don't know what it's like to be around kids and so i feel like right now would be a very beautiful opportunity for you to build a gentle and like 
nice, kind, a, just a different version of the relationship you have with your sister. So I think, yeah, well, because you've never, of course, you've never said those things to her because she's never been pregnant before. Right. So I don't feel like it, yes, it's out of character, but it's a new experience for your family. And I feel like, especially with, you know, with everything you guys have been through from last year, like, I think it's a good opportunity for you guys to be sweeter to each other. So I, I don't hate what you're saying. Here's my concern is that if I, I'm trying to put myself in those shoes for a second. And like, let's just say in my example, let's say that I gained, I personally, as a male, just gained like 50 pounds. But this is so different. I understand. But listen to me. If I had come into somebody and I said, oh my God, I've gained so much weight. I know clearly that I've gained a lot of weight, right? Yeah. But no one's going to say you're glowing because you're not with child. Wait, wait, wait. If, if I, if they did not, if I purposely put it out there and say, hey, like I've clearly gained a lot of weight and they didn't say anything back to confirm or deny it, I almost feel like it'd be like an absolute yes, you have gained weight. Because, you know but, what I mean? No, but that's, but like we are talking about apples and oranges here. We're not talking about like her gaining weight and on some like weight loss journey and her having a hard time with, with, with like that type of thing in her life. Like she's pregnant. How many dogs do you think it took to set the world record for most dogs at a movie screening? <laughs> like, put that number in your head right now. How many dogs would it take to set the world record, the Guinness World Record, for most dogs at a movie screening? And we'll talk about that today in Today in Dog News. <laughs> today in Dog News. <laughs> <laughs> There's just some really dumb stuff out in the world. This is one of them, right? So cute. Friggin' love dogs, man. I do. I love dogs. I was a very proud dog dad for 14 and a half years to my chihuahua named Kiki, who was like the love of my life. So if you're a dog person, I know you can relate to this. So whenever there's news happening in the dog world, I'm going to be the one to bring it to you. To take you to Los Angeles, California. Jessica, you might know it. They were attempting to set the record for... Most dogs at a film screen, right? Mm-hmm. The people trying to put this on, the Paw Patrol movie. There's a new one coming out called Paw Patrol, the Mighty movie, which I know very, and by very little, I mean I know nothing about Paw Patrol. The, but that movie is supposed to have like an insane cast. Like Kim Kardashian is in, in okay. North. And is this is this the show where dogs can see color on the TV? Because there's a show that like know. dogs can actually... They've, like, incorporated colors in there where dogs can see. I'm not sure. Oh. So Paramount Pictures have wanted to set the world record for most dogs mm-hmm. at a screening. Obviously, this is kind of a publicity stunt, but it's fine. The The record as of this weekend was 199 dogs oh, that's so fun. at a screening. That was set in October of 2022. So what do you think? What is the new world record now, thanks to the Paw Patrol and having this... But it was outdoor screening, by the way. Of course. What do you think they got? How many dogs do they actually have in attendance for this movie? Uh, 200 dogs. 219 dogs. Wow. All showed up at this park in L.A. for now the world's record for most dogs at a film screening all watching the Paw Patrol Mighty movie. Now, of course, if you're listening to this... You're like, I can't not see this. You know what I mean? Like, unfortunately, with the limitations of radio, I, I, I want to be able to show you the video of what this looks like. Yeah. When literally uh, t- almost 220 dogs get together and all watch a movie together. There's a video of this that I'll post on our social media. If you don't follow us, at Kramer and Jess, at Kramer and Jess on Instagram. To go see the world record. 
220 dogs all watching the Paw Patrol movie at Kramer and Jess on Instagram. And that is today in Dog News. Let me get on Celia from Owings Mills. Hi, Celia. Hi, how are you? We're good. We, we've heard you want to participate in this uh, new quote-unquote bad mom segment. So I am wondering if I am a bad mom or not because I canceled an upcoming sleepover for my daughter. Wow. No. How dare you? That makes me sad. <laughs> in a case, by the way, if you're new to this, we, we're we like formulating this segment behind the scenes, but it's, I, I can't tell you how many moms, of all the segments we do, we've had more people reach out for this one than any other segment we do on the show. Do you want to tell them what we're trying to like decide if we're going to do full time or not? Well, just because it started initially when we had a listener call in and someone had called her a bad mom and she wanted kind of us and you that's listening to be a soundboard for that. And then since then, there's been other situations where... People have called someone a bad mom and just wanted to find out if they were in the wrong or if the person that was calling them a bad mom was in the right. So what uh, what happened here with the sleepover? Okay, so my daughter, her best friend's has sleepover for her birthday every year. Mm-hmm. She's turning 12. My daughter's 12. And her friend has a brother who's 14. Mm-hmm. She was on a FaceTime call with her friend and happened to say she had a crush on also happens to be the 14 year old so i think that my daughter who's 12 years old has a crush on who's 14 who will be in that house this weekend i know it's a common name but knowing what i know and knowing that there could be feelings i don't really want to let her go Like, am I a bad mom for doing that, for trying to protect her? So you told her she can't go. I told her she couldn't go, yeah. Is this, like, the first hint to you that she might have a crush on him, or, like, you've kind of been feeling this way for a while? Uh, No, I've I've kind of been picking up on some things. Once I heard his name, it really kind of just brought it home for me. Why not just say something to her? Like, Like, I overheard this, and this makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, we had a privacy conversation about a month ago. About me keeping my distance and giving her her privacy. But she had her door closed and my ear was pressed up to the door. <laughs> okay. okay. So she'll know. So, you're so, you're, so, you're that, so that does happen behind the scenes. So you can't really, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a tricky situation. All right. Okay, let's talk about this. Is this a bad mom move or is it not? So Celia says, I have a sneaking suspicion with a, with some evidence mm-hmm. that my daughter has a crush on one of her friend's brothers. There is a slumber party coming up this weekend. Um, I told her she can't go because I'm afraid what might happen between these two if they're in the same house together. Mm-hmm. Her daughter obviously said you're a bad mom for doing that. Was that a bad mom move? 410-583-1065. I don't think you're a bad mom. I think you're being a strict mom. But you guys, if a girl wasn't allowed to go to a sleepover because her best friend had a cute brother, then there would be zero sleepovers ever. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. So I feel like this like this is just a normal thing that happens. And I feel like you have every right to be concerned. But... I don't think it's fair that she can't go to her best friend's birthday party that's a sleepover because I think there just has to be some rules set into place, some boundaries set into place. I, you know, I don't think it's a bad mom move. I really don't. I, I think that like in this day and age specifically, I don't know that I would feel comfortable doing that. You know, like for example, 
let's say that for a fact that we know they have feelings for each other. Yes. I would absolutely not feel comfortable. That's letting, not fair. You would let your 12-year-old go spend the night at a house with a boy that she has a crush on? Is it a bad mom move? Celia has prevented her daughter from going to a slumber party this weekend because she thinks there's a guy there, basically, that has a, that she has a crush on. And like, Is that a bad mom move or not? Hey, Logan from Frederick, do you think this is a, a bad mom move? I kind of do, and this is why. I think that you kind of need to just reach out to the other parent. Be like, hey, my daughter has a crush on your son. Mm. Can you keep an eye on? Mm. I've got kids of varying ages, and I always you know, reach out to the parents and go, hey, is there anything I need to know when your kid stays? Oh, okay, so for you, oh, yeah. you would safeguard the situation, not prevent her from going. Absolutely. Got it. Okay, 410-583-1065. Hey, Melissa from Dundalk, do you think this is a bad mom move? Um, I do not. Um, and the reason I say that is because kids nowadays know way too much. I have a fourth grader, and because of things that the kids are talking about in school, I've already had to have the sex talk with her. <gasps> At wow. fourth grade, really? Yes. So you you also wouldn't feel comfortable in this situation then? Um, really, truthfully, depending on the situation, like if I'm comfortable with the family and I trust the parents, yeah, I may allow it, but I would definitely have a conversation with my daughter before I let her go. Got it. Okay, 410-583-1065. Celia's calling in wondering, was it, was it a bad mom move for her to prevent her 12-year-old daughter from going to a, a, a slumber party situation, birthday slumber Bur- party? Yeah, birthday party for her best friend because she thinks that her daughter has a crush on her best friend's 14-year-old brother. Hey, Dawn from Joppa, we'll give you the final vote here. You think it's a bad mom move? No, it's not. I actually just had a similar situation with my 12-year-old daughter. Oh, really? So what happened? Um, she, the Her best friend was having a sleepover, and she does have an older brother. Mm-hmm. I've never heard her say that she has a crush, but just because of the scenario... I allowed her to go, and then I picked her up at 12 o'clock. Okay. Same kind of thing, even though minus the crush, but you didn't feel comfortable with, with your daughter being in the house with, with an older brother in there. With a teenage well. brother, correct. Got it. Thank you for calling us. I mean, Celia, it seems like most people are saying that you're not uh, you're not a bad mom for this. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can sleep at night now. <laughs> Can she please at least have a sleepover at your guys' house for her friend's birthday? Because I'm, I'm really sad for her. A make, a, make good? Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. There are no boys here, so yeah. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you think we can get a call from anyone else in the state of Maryland that's locked themselves outside of their house with no pants on? Mm, I think surprisingly, yes. You think so? Yeah. I feel like there's nobody else that's ever been through anything as awkward as what I went through on Friday. And feel feel free to call. I would like to test that theory. I bet you there's nobody listening in the state of Maryland right now that's locked themselves out of their house with no pants on. 410-583-1065. Let's see if we're right. Y'all, just picture this, okay? It's Friday. I'd gone home after the radio show. I'd taken a nap. Now, I sleep, by the way, typically with no clothes on. Luckily, in this situation, though, mm-hmm. I'd slept with no pants on, so I just had my underwear mm-hmm. and had a T-shirt on, right? Okay. I wake up, and the way my condo's set up, I have, like, two sets of outside doors. So what the first set of outside doors leads into, like, a foyer area. And then there, then there's one that leads into the hallway after that. Both of them have, like, key locks on them. The tricky thing about my condo is if you've locked that door and you haven't pressed the button inside of the lock, mm-hmm. it will continuously lock behind you. Okay. So that foyer is used for, like, delivery. So I, th- I, had, I heard I had a delivery. I went out into my foyer. I closed that door, which I rarely ever lock, but had locked it that day while I was taking a nap for whatever reason. I was feeling kind of spooked that day. Mm-hmm. The door closes behind me. I turn around, grab the door handle. I am now locked out of my condo with no pants on. Dude. (laughs) What would you do? What would you do? In that moment, how would you, Jessica Dutra, have made that situation any better? I am now stuck out of my condo with no pants and no spare key. Mm. What would you have done in that situation? I don't know, man. I don't know, like, any of my neighbors. Luckily, my, luckily, like, where my apartment is located, we actually know. I'm next to the elevator. I was going to say we kind of have, like, our own area, but we're next to the elevator, so anyone who, like, walks out of the elevator would see me. You're in trouble, right? So I guess I would just have to wait in front of the door and then wait till someone comes out of the elevator and then ask them to go to the office. Sure. And possibly help me. Sure. Yeah. Because I knew it. Do I front, have my phone or no phone? No phone. Okay. Then I would just have to wait for somebody. <sighs> With no and pants ho- on. And hope that they care about me to go walk to the office to like get me some assistance because obviously I'm locked out. Yo, I'm literally, I'm sitting there in this foyer area locked out of my house. And I would I, just sit there. I would sit down, honestly. Here's what I do. In the hallway, I hear somebody moving. I look out the door. I see some people moving some moving boxes. Mm-hmm. I say, hey, excuse me, can I use your phone? What do they say back to me? No. I'm sorry. We don't have a phone. Oh. And I said, that's absolutely BS. Everyone in the world has a phone. Like, you didn't everyone. have your phone. There was, okay, that's true. Maybe they Maybe locked they themselves out. Maybe they left their out. phone inside. <laughs> they just went downstairs. Y'all, honestly, I sat there for about 25 more minutes trying to think of how I could not walk through mm-hmm. my whole entire condo with no pants on. And I came up with a genius solution that I want to give to anybody that may find themselves stuck in the situation. I eventually walked over to my elevator. I thought, you know what? Inside of every elevator, from my recollection, there is something called a call button. Oh, if I were to just to people downstairs. I, yep. If I could just hit the call button, not knowing where that call was going to go, uh-huh. maybe somebody could at least bring me my spare key. 
hit the button. It was my front desk. They brought a key up. Well, there you Woo! go. Honestly, I feel like this is way more common than you think. I feel like we get stories from people who have locked themselves out of their house, like while shoveling snow or something, or like, or no, no, just thinking like, no the newspaper, not shoveling snow, but like in my mind, I see a scene of a man walking outside his door to grab the newspaper, and then the door shuts behind him, and it's like snowing. <sighs> I don't know why there's snow there. Maybe just because it's rainy outside. It sounds Go with like me a, here. It sounds like a movie, though. But I feel like this is very, very common. I don't think we'll get a call on this. Let's test this theory. Is there anybody else in the state of Maryland that's locked themselves out of their house with no pants on? Jen, you did lock yourself outside your house with no pants on? I did lock myself out of the out of the house with no pants on. How did this happen? And then how did you save it? So I didn't save it. It was so embarrassing. Um, so my husband is a mechanic and my, my, my father needed work on his car. So... I had brought my father's car home and his keys. We have a single lane driveway, so I had to back a car out, I backed my father's car out because he couldn't work on it that day. So my husband left for work, he pulled out and drove off to work, and when he had left the house, he had locked the door behind him, but since I had my father's keys, I didn't have keys to get back in. So I was outside and I was wearing an oversized Winnie the Pooh t-shirt that I had from, like, 1997. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, 2010, 2011. <laughs> and I had to actually walk to my neighbor's house no. without shoes or pants in my large Winnie the Pooh t-shirt no. and ask for a key. Luckily, he had one because I had locked myself out of the house enough times. Oh, no. <laughs> See, I feel oh. like, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you, Jen. Honestly, I will never walk outside of my condo ever again without pants on but i feel like you really even as someone that even knows that you're prone to locking yourself out you still risked it all well i in my defense i did try and call my husband to have him come back but he didn't answer his phone so i really <laughs> well it's his fault it's honestly it's his it's fault totally for not being fault. there for you <laughs> yeah that is so incredibly awkward thank you for calling us 410-583-1065 uh this is caitlin of mechanicsville hi caitlin Hi. You have also locked yourself outside of your house with no pants on. Yes. How did this happen? So I was about eight months pregnant, and um, my husband was working night shift at the time, and I had gotten off work early, so I was just napping on the couch Mm -hmm. in just a T-shirt and my underwear, and our dog had to go outside. So we... We lived in like a, a house with a, you know, kind of like a relatively tall privacy fence in the back. Mm-hmm. So I just stepped outside to let the dog out, and the door closed behind me, and <laughs> lo and behold, it was locked. No. I did have my phone in my hand. Oh, so first of all, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll call him until he wakes up. So sure. I called him for probably 10 minutes, and he didn't wake up. <laughs> so then I ended up throwing rocks at the window upstairs, trying to wake him up, and he didn't wake up. And so at the last resort, I was on the phone with AT&T, oh my trying to see if they could remote set off our security system. Wow. <laughs> to set off the alarm to that wake him up? That is genius. But I wouldn't even so, think, I wouldn't even think to do I that. I wouldn't either, but that's, listen, I'm telling you, everyone take notes because you never know where you're to catch yourself outside of your own home with no Here keys. Here you are, it's pregnant, yeah. no pants. Oh yeah. my goodness. So did I mean, AT&T like, white, actually do that? And all. Wow. <laughs> did, they, did AT&T actually set your alarm off to let you back in the house? I was on the phone with him, with them when he unlocked the door. Oh. And 
my God. the worst. Again, again, another husband's fault. <laughs> what we've learned today is really men cannot be trusted when it comes to you being locked outside the house. That's a great story. Thank you for calling. I'm not the only Mix 1065 staff member that has actually locked themselves outside their house with no pants on. <laughs> yeah. Priestley, I think this is you, yes? Good morning, friend. Good morning, Priestley. <laughs> Could somebody please let me back in? I'm cold and I'm naked. Oh, I remember this. Okay. I remember this. I was just telling a story a second ago. That I don't. I, I have to be probably the only person in the state of Maryland that's walked outside their house with no pants on and actually the door closed behind you and locked. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, what an awkward situation that was. But Priestley, I totally forgot yeah, about this Priestley's story with you. Like, I can, I can raise your poor boxers with nothing. <laughs> under this towel over here. What happened to you? My, my hand is raised right now, Brother Kramer. <laughs> and I, I will say, I was not at my home. I was away at a very posh hotel in Miami with Dan and Shay. Oh, That's worse, honestly. You have no idea how worse it was. Crane, you talk about anxiety. Yeah. You talk about sweaty palms. <laughs> I, I was having heart palpitations. Yes. There's no I was feeling. all by myself. I'll tell you this. There's no feeling like that. I've never, of all the anxiety I deal with in my life, there's no anxiety like being outside of your house yeah. with no pants on. Wait, Priestley, you were naked? Like, how did, I totally forgot how this went down. I was totally flipping naked, okay? <laughs> now, like I said, this was a posh hotel it was a really nice there was a bath a bathtub on the outside of my hotel room (laughs) now they were canvassed in walls kind of i mean you could see feet or if you were really tall you could see right over it yeah that would be like an eight-foot person um (laughs) so i i was like hey i'm alone it's it's awesome let me enjoy my outdoor bathtub Every single okay. person, by the way, would have taken advantage of that yeah. situation. And if it's outdoor, obviously you're going to be naked for an outdoor bathtub. Okay, not your fault. Yes. And I just didn't think that when the door closed, and I thankfully had a towel that I was not ever getting back into my room. So what do you do? What? what I was freaking out guys and at least i have a towel but i have no shoes i have no shirt i am naked no cell phone and you're by yourself in the hotel room but your your wife's not with you no aunt wasn't with me it was just me on this one mission to go to this dan and shay like private party thing yeah how would we get out of that situation i mean i'm trying to think if i was in your shoes literally no shoes on (laughs) you jumped the wall right with no with no, no clothes on? I mean, I don't know. He's just no. stuck on the patio. What is he no, going to do? There's no wall. There, there, and, and let me tell you, this is the front and through your room. There's only one room or one door. So I, I'm like poking out my head like from the, you know, curtained in balcony. I'm like, somebody, anybody. Somebody. And I'm really hoping that it's going to be one of the cleaning people. Sure. I was like, this is it. I'm going to be like, I'm naked. Can you just let me in? <laughs> I waited for 40 minutes. Not one cleaning person. <laughs> so how did you finally so, get out of this situation? <laughs> I finally had to man up and walk to the lobby in a towel, naked, naked, and I went to the the, the, the concierge person or the, like the desk clerk, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, I am so embarrassed. I locked myself out of my room. I have no ID, and I'm naked. <laughs> and the guy just looks up at me with this this grin. He's like, Oh, sir, 
You're not the only one who does this. Oh my. <laughs> He's like, we've had three just this hour. Don't feel bad. You feel yeah. like they would safeguard that then. If that's you're not true. the first person that's done it. Yeah. You feel like they would like do something to make sure that that never happened again. Poor Priestley. The grin on this guy's face looked like he got off on it every time somebody came up and did it. And it was like, they're, they're never fixing this. They, they love this. So what we realized is literally half the Mix 106.5 staff has been locked outside of their house naked at some point. Yeah, we're a mess. That's, there you go. That's impressive. Wait, Shannon from Baltimore, you've also been locked outside of your house with no pants on? I have, but I don't think anybody is beating Priestley's story. Right? I don't think so either. So what what happened with you? So I was in college. I went to Towson University, and I was with uh, a group of friends who were filming a movie um, for a local film festival. And it was a horror movie, and we'd been filming all day. It was a really long day. It was hot out. Um, so I was wearing just a slip, like a negligee. Sure. Like okay. Hello. Short. I had blood all over me. Um, and so I was like, I'm not even going to change. I'm just, my friend was dropping me off. I'm going to go straight in, take a shower. Well, I got out of the car and completely left my bag in it, and they pulled away. So no. I didn't have my cell phone. I didn't have my key. No. So and and you look terrifying. Yeah, and, and you look terrifying. You're covered in blood. Oh, my God. And I was terrifying. And I lived in Charles Village at the time in yeah. an apartment. And it was like a raised first-floor apartment. So I went and tried every possible way to get in. I ended up having to break the window in the back and wow. go in head first because that was the only way I could get in. And then I heard all this applause behind me in the alley. Ew. Wow. Hey, but I'm telling you, like, what else are you going to do? Like, you can't be walking around no damn lingerie, like, with blood all over you. That's that's a way worse situation than breaking a window, you if know? If I would have seen that in real life, I would have been traumatized. You freaked out. I freaked I'm not sure out. what's worse, going through that or seeing it. It's bad, man. Hey, it's a great story, though, now. Thank you for calling us. Appreciate it. Thanks. Bye-bye. See ya. 410-583-1065. Hi, Tiffany from Parkville. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Tiffany. All right, tell us the story about how you locked yourself outside your house with no pants on. So I was um, waiting on um, was waiting on an important delivery from Amazon, and the message came while I was in the shower yeah. saying that it was delivered. Mm. So I needed wanted that package for when I was getting dressed. So oh. I figured I could just run out of the house real quick, grab oh, it, God. run back in the house. Yeah. Well, I didn't want the dog to get out because I was in my, you know, my bath tail with my hair wrapped up in the tail and everything. So I just left the door, like, cracked a little bit, thinking she would go to the window uh-huh. like she always does. Yeah. But this time she jumped up on the door. <gasps> oh, God. No! Oh, my God! <laughs> she locked you out? The door closed, yep. So, wait, how did you get out of the situation? Well, I had a back door, and after sitting outside for like 30 minutes, I just had my neighbor come over and kick my back door in. Wait, kick your door in? <laughs> but you were in a towel the whole time? Yeah, the whole time. No, wow. no shoes? Were you just bare feet? Bare feet? Did you, wait, yeah, did you bare have to, feet? No. Did you walk to your neighbor's house and say, like, come kick my back door in? Yep. Wow. <laughs> Tiffany, that's a hell of a story. That might be I mean, story of the week I right there. Know. We didn't have no phone, no nothing. Yeah, I mean, no, what are you going to no do? Other choice. Yeah. What you going to do? I was either going to sit there all night until somebody decided to come home or... Yeah. That's it. KP, though, I think, honestly... 
pretty sure that your story can beat almost literally. I think even... I'm going to win this one. Yeah, <laughs> not that it's a competition, but if it was, you'd absolutely but win. If it was, I actually would win this. Explain the story. Okay, so about eight years ago, I was going through a divorce, and I was staying at my best friend's house. I sleepwalked terribly, but on this particular night, I got up, and I'd gone to bed naked, got up, walked through the entire neighborhood with my dog. What? I took my dog for a walk. What in the world? <laughs> I really did. Wait. The only reason I know I did this is because I set off so many security cameras. <laughs> oh, Oh, and every... all the neighborhood lights oh, that my... my best friend was like, where's she gone? And came out and found me, butt naked, walking down the street with my dog. And you were com- and you were just asleep. Like, you Completely have no memory. No memory, no memory of this. That is nope. terrifying. Uh, now, they literally had to walk me back. When you, when you, oh, wait, who had to walk you back? Who was they? My best friend. Your best friend had to walk you back. Did so she wait, wake you up? All the way back. Did she wake you up? Or isn't that, aren't no, you like, it's really you're... bad to wake you up. That's so they walked me back. And then when she got me back to the house and sat down, then she woke me up and said, just to let you know that you have just walked through the entire neighborhood butt naked and set everybody's security cameras off. Oh, my God. Wow. That, uh, yeah, that might be worse than being outside in your underwear. Well, so oh, when you... I'm sure there's footage everywhere if people went back on their cameras. Well, sure. <laughs> so, like, when you finally come to and your friend explains this to you, like, what is that feeling that you get? I literally wanted to die. Yeah. Like oh, I, I will that. never, ever, ever go to bed anymore butt naked. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, how, how do you safeguard yeah. yourself from getting that again? I will say, again, it's not a competition. They're I all get it. very. I just it was funny. It, but, I, but I swear, that has to be the absolute worst. I was outside of my house naked accidentally stories. Like, no, you win. You win. Anyone has, has said. <laughs> now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Three. The revival of the musical The Wiz has set its opening date on Broadway. The show featuring Wayne Brady as The Wiz, Deborah Cox as Glenda, and more will open on April 17th. Over the weekend, the show's national tour kicked off in Baltimore nearly 50 years after the show had its world premiere right here in the city. And the cast received five standing ovations. The Tony Award-winning musical is playing in Baltimore now through September 30th at the Hippodrome. Can I tell you, I'm so disappointed that I decided not to go tonight. I have tickets to go see the show, and just with everything going on in my life right now, which we'll talk about, I just don't feel... I just don't feel up to like going out tonight, and like it sucks. Like this show is supposed to be so epic. If you get a chance to go see it, like this is it's pretty iconic to have a show kick off in your city before it goes to Broadway. Well, it's the first time that has ever happened. One and two, I think it's really cool the fact that it started here originally. Yeah. But hey, it's going to be on Broadway in April. Yep. Number two. According to new research, fewer people in the UK are naming their babies Harry and Meghan these days. The parenting site Baby Center just released their list of the top baby names of 2023 so far. And they point out that the couple's drama is to blame for the drop in their popularity. Noting that the previously popular name Harry has been crashing down from 13th place to number 23. And Baby Center also notes that Megan is also being used less, less often than other baby names. Man, that's not this. I'm, it makes me feel bad for my boy Harry Potter. That's not right. <laughs> okay, that's not first right of all, that's not a real person. Um, but I mean, I can understand, right? I mean, like there'd be certain names over here that, like, if you name your kids that, that people would instantly, you know, if you named your kid at anything with a political figure, mm-hmm. the first name of any, it really any of our political 
president in the last five years will say. It doesn't matter. I guarantee you, everyone will be like, wow, I don't know that, but you know? How interesting, though. Yeah, for sure. Number one. Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas have temporarily agreed to keep their two children in New York. Now, this comes, uh, this news comes just days after the Game of Thrones actress filed a lawsuit stating that Jonas was preventing their children from returning to their habitual residence of England by withholding their passport. According to court documents filed this week, both Turner and Jonas are prohibited from removing their kids from New York pending further order of the court. Jonas filed for divorce from Turner earlier this month after four years of marriage, while Turner claims that she found out about the divorce through the media. The estranged couple are set to attend a pre-trial conference next week. So we got a text earlier. Let me see if I can scroll back really quick. Because, you know, the Jonas Brothers were here on Friday. Yeah. And we said, if you're going to the show, give us an update on how Joe seems. I ran into someone who went to the show over the weekend as well. And she said that he just seemed sad the entire time. So we got a, a text. Uh, Caitlin from Falston texted us. She said, I went to the Jonas Brothers concert on Friday in Baltimore. Sorry I couldn't text you guys. Or sorry I couldn't stop by the tent. Uh, I don't know if this was covered yesterday, but Joe Jonas was so sad during the song Hesitate, which I don't know that song. Yes, yeah, because it's about her. Oh, God. That's it. exactly. So I ran into a listener at a grocery outlet over the weekend in Catonsville. Yeah. And she said the exact same thing. Wow. She was like, during that song, he ob- he was clearly and visibly having a hard time. I can't imagine. Because, like, when I was going through my divorce, it was hard enough having to, like, come on the radio show. And this was five years ago now, but, like, come on the radio show and smile every day and actually everything was okay. Yeah. When, like, it wasn't. But I can't imagine if I had to, like... The art reflects. Yeah. If I had to, like, do a segment about my soon-to-be ex-wife, like, in his case, having to, like, sing like a song. Friday, Friday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't imagine. So I, I feel bad for him, man. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Welcome to the very final Dear Abby. She's 11 years old and really savvy. What does Dear Abby, does Abby not want to do it with Jess anymore? (laughs) She finally entered the preteen years where she hates everything. I heard that you guys had a falling out and uh, over. uh... Latest on TMZ, it's Auntie (laughs) Jess versus Abby. No, JK, JK, JK. So, yeah, this is, we'll explain why in a minute. This is going to be our very last Dear Abby. But for those who've never been here before, we typically do this a little earlier on Tuesday, but all the calls with the nakedness outside was too funny. Um, Let's explain who Abby is and what this segment's all about. Abby is my 11-year-old niece, and she lives in California. I'm very close to my family, and Abby likes to tell people what to do. So now I just talk to her about different things that are going on in my life. And also her sister, Maya, my 8-year-old niece, also joins in on the fun. So what's happening this week? This week, um, I talked to them about a dilemma. I'm not sure what to do about uh, the dessert for our wedding. Mm. I don't know if I, I have like this fun idea to do cupcakes versus just like the normal cake situation. Well, there's a lot of pressure that goes into that, too, right? Let's be honest. When you go to a wedding, right, like my expectation of what that's going to be like. That dessert's like one of the highlights yeah. as a guest, right? Yeah. Abby, I need to get your opinion first. When people go to a wedding, do you think they want cupcakes or a slice of cake? Because as you guys know, Gerald and I are getting married next year. I'm thinking that Gerald and I just have like a little mini cake just for the picture, right? But then we would actually have like a big cupcake tower that people could pick the flavor of cupcake that they want instead of just having to get one slice of cake that's one flavor. What do you think about that? I mean, I feel like on one hand, that's a great idea. But then on the other hand, I feel like a bigger actual wedding cake would be 
a little more memorable. Also, like, I'm not really one for traditional stuff, uh -huh. but like, it's cake. Okay. Maya, what do you think? Do you think that we should just have cake? <laughs> like, people should have their own pick. You need the cupcake. Like, cupcakes are really good. And for your wedding, you should, like, you should give people the, the choice that they want. <laughs> so we're split on this. But, you know, you guys are going to be at this wedding. Will you be mad if you get cake instead of cupcakes? Yes, very. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, good to know. Thanks, guys. Love you. Love you. Love you. <laughs> Did she say I'll be furious? Yeah, she said, I'll, I'll be, be furious. furious. Yeah. Well, now you presented kids with an option, which that was your fault, by the way. You well, shouldn't have given kids an option of cakes. Like, no, come if on. anything, I thought if, if there was an opinion that I could trust and that actually mattered, it was theirs. So, but now, like, I'm not trying to upset Maya because she takes this very seriously. She would be furious if you have cake. Uh, this is Donna. Hi, Donna. What's up? You guys just hear you guys say that was the last year Abby. Okay, so there's bad news and there's good news. So yes, this is going to be our very final week of Dear Abby. It slowly transitioned to, you know, a here and there guest appearance from Maya, who is eight years old, to kind of, you know, wanting to more consistently be involved. And so with that, we wanted to basically kind of go to the next level that that incorporates both of the girls so dear, so oh. yeah so dear abby is no more but now we're actually going to do a segment that incorporates both of them together do you want to introduce okay. what, what the new segment's going to be just to everyone yeah what's it called <laughs> <laughs> wow we've only been playing this for about six months so that's fine are you kidding me we, uh, what's it called nieces know best nieces know best okay yeah and and, oh and this too because I was joking uh, I was joking about how Abby didn't want to do it anymore and I have to say I think I was probably just like projecting because I do have a fear and I'm just trying to emotionally prepare myself for that day if like Abby doesn't want to do this with us anymore because right. it's literally going to be heartbreaking but luckily that day is not here yet <laughs> so now we have a new segment called Nieces Know Best and it's going to be with Abby and Maya right. with both the girls we get both girls on brand new segment same brand Concept. Brand new jingle. We're really excited. Yeah, listen, new, new show intro. Now, because those are the cutest videos. Like, I love when Maya, she tilts her little head, and I'm just like, oh, my God, that's such an eight-year-old. I'm so thankful. Thank you so much. I love that you love them as much as I do. Oh, it's, it's just fun. I look forward to it every week. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.